Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new week of our Bible Reading Plan podcast here at Victory Point. Um, this is Tom Joster coming to you. Um, I am now the, the host of every third week of the month, and so far I've done three of these. This is my third one, and I'm um, enjoying it so far. And joining me this week is none other than the master himself, Mr. Earl Tiemann. Oh, I thank you very much, Tom. <laughs> thank you for that uh, uplifting introduction. Well, of course. Hey, thank you for, for being willing to do this with me this week. Um, looking forward to picking your brain and for you to pick my brain a little bit about what the Lord has been telling us uh, in his word. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, it should be fun. So, hey, in case anybody doesn't know who you are, I think a lot of people at church do know who you are, but in case people don't know, um, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Okay. Um, I'm Earl Tiemann. I've been uh, going here since the church began um, in the 90s. Uh, I work on staff. Uh, I'm married to Deb. We've been married for, oh, 30, here we go. <laughs> Quick math, 36 years. 36. And uh, we have two kids. They're both married. Uh, they live locally, so we're empty nesters. And yeah, that's me in a nutshell. You in a nutshell. Okay, well, here's my question. How far away from home have you and Deb like traveled? Because I'm guessing you both grew up in the Highland area here, yep. right? Okay. Yep. yep. So what, what's the furthest away you have ever traveled away uh, from here? Well, I think together or separate, because I think I've probably gone away further than Deb separate. Well, let, been... Let's go with, let's go with separate first. Okay. Separate, uh, Austria. Ooh. When were you in Austria? Uh, 1979. Okay. That was the furthest away. Okay. That's gotta be like when you graduated high school around there somewhere, um, isn't it? I graduated in 81. So I was, oh. this was my last trip with my parents. Oh, okay. So we went to Europe. Interesting. Yep. Okay. And together, I would say, um, would have been Colombia on a cruise ship. Oh. So we went down to Bogota. Nice. South America. Very cool. That was maybe four years ago, something like that. Huh. So, yeah. So you're, you're like world travelers. We do like to travel. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. For me, it was probably, Lori and I went to the Philippines about 12 years ago oh, uh, nice. with our school. Zealand Christian because we have a sister school out there. Okay. And so that that was uh, that was an exhausting travel yeah, to get right. there and to get back. But once we were there, it was just what a cool experience, just ex you know, experiencing a different culture and some wonderful people that we got to meet over there. Yeah, stuff. that's but, great. Um, yeah. Well, so we're both world travelers, are yes, we? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're international. <laughs> oh my goodness, we are so international. <laughs> well, anyway, let's put that behind us now. Uh, the reason we are here is as most of you know, uh, Victory Point has a Bible reading plan uh, that we do um, every week. Um, it's just kind of an attempt to have everybody in the church um, kind of read the same scriptures on the same day. And this podcast was developed a few years ago, or maybe only about a year ago, a uh, year and a half or so, um, for us to just kind of like talk through the daily scripture together and see what two people are thinking, what two people are hearing from the Lord. Um, and then hopefully you as listeners can be doing the same thing, you know, processing what the Lord is saying to you, um, what, what he might be challenging you with. Um, so anyway, thank you for joining us. Um, we're trusting that the Holy Spirit is going to show up as we talk, and we trust that the Holy Spirit will show up in your home or wherever you are as you listen today, um, and as you dwell in this piece of scripture. Uh, but today we're going to focus on Acts chapter 2, uh, verses 1 to 21. Now today is uh, May 17th. Monday, yeah. and uh, this coming Sunday is Pentecost. 
Yes. And this is the story. The Holy Spirit comes at Pentecost. So here we are about six days ahead of time reading about what's going to be happening this coming Sunday. So Earl um, has agreed to read Acts 2 verses 1 through 21, and then we'll just chat about it a little bit. All right. Lots of fun little names in this this passage. So we'll see what's helpful. You know how we do here, but we joked before we push play or before we push record. Should we do rock paper scissors, especially for verses like nine, ten, and eleven? Yes. And Earl says, "Ah, I'll just do it." So we did not even have to do rock paper scissors. No. So, all right. Well, here we go. Here we go. All right. Acts two, verses one through twenty-one. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like a blowing, like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment in bewilderment, because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears in our native language? Parthians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear these, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, They have to they have had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews, and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. All right. Well, thank you, Earl. Mm -hmm. Um, So as you read that today and as you read that, you know, in preparation for today, what what are some things that maybe kind of rose to the top for you, or you heard the Lord saying something to you, or maybe you noticed something that you hadn't noticed before, but sure. I'll just speak into that a little bit. Okay. First thing I noticed is um, the um, how everyone was affected. So it came to rest on all of them, it says in verse 3, on each of them. And then verse 4, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. So it wasn't just a few of them. You know, it's not like this magic potion that just a few of them got. Everybody was filled with the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Um the other thing that was, um, I thought kind of interesting to me was verse six. It says, when they heard this sound, the crowd came in bewilderment. So just imagining these non-believers seeing all this, hearing all of this, that would have been 
even from a non-spiritual standpoint for them, that would have been a pretty amazing thing, you know, to experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And that sound was like a, what did it say earlier? Like the sound of a the rushing, rushing wind, wind, right? So, yep. yeah. Yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah. it would be. Yeah. It'd be very weird. It just it brings back memories to me of this. Remember the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when the towards the end, you know, when they're all in the cave and all the scary scenes are showing up and the, the you know, you hear this the radio, you know, falling apart and all these eerie ghosty images showing up. That's kind of what that's what you're hearing. That's what I'm this, hearing okay. and seeing happening. You okay. Know? It's a movie. It's a it's a climax of the movie. Right. right? So when they heard this sound, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um yeah, then um verse 13. Um, you know, just this presumption that they've had too much wine. You know, it was interesting to me because um, it makes me think that like when the Holy Spirit moves, no matter how convicted you are, um, that God's doing something miraculous in your midst or whatever. Um, there's probably going to be somebody who doubts or even mocks. Um, you know, I can think of a situation in my life where that's happened. You know, things not everybody's going to believe that what you see or hear is from the Lord. Hmm. And. So there's always going to be doubters. So there's always going to be people. They might not think that you're drunk with wine, but they might think that your perception of what happened or what um, transpired coming from the Lord, that's not maybe what their perception is. They might just think it's weird. Yes. Okay. Huh. Cool. Anything else there? I know. I noticed that you said that you, that you noticed that, that this happened to all of them. It wasn't just a, like a yes. chosen few. Like, uh-huh. I like that. You know, um, and that makes me think of like like we as a body here at Victory Point. Okay, is there something that could happen to all of us? Right? Wouldn't that be cool? Would would be very cool. Right. I know. I think we yearn for that and we desire that. Right. And that That's would. Some, go ahead. I was going to say that would be an affirmation, wouldn't it? That it was of the Lord. Yes. If everyone experienced exactly. it. Exactly. It's just a select few. Right. Right. So that was cool. And you mentioned the sound. Yeah. I wonder what that sound would, would actually sound like. Yes. Yeah. That would be interesting to have been there to hear what did that actually sound like. Then, the, then you're, then you mentioned the whole idea of like too much wine. Okay. Like, Oh, not, not everybody's going to believe. Okay. When the Holy yep. Spirit works, they're going to blame it on something else. They're going to think you're just weird or off right. your rocker yep. or something like cast that. doubt. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. What I, what I noticed when I, when I first read it was, Right at the beginning there where it says they were all together in one place. Okay. Now we do that as a Victory Point family. We come together in one place on Sundays, right? Typically on Sunday mornings, we yep. gather as a whole group. And a lot of us gather with smaller groups throughout the throughout the week, you know, maybe in missional communities or in other types of other types of groups. But I think these people, they spent a lot of time, probably more than a Sunday morning and a Wednesday evening together, I'm guessing. Yes. Right? Yeah. And that just makes, that just stuck out to me that they were all together in one place. And wasn't there a hundred and, did it say that, that somewhere in here that there was 120 of them? Or is that another That's passage? That's another passage. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I'm like, they spent a lot of time together, those yeah. early Christians. I have, a, I have a little bit of a different take on that too. Okay. Which was... It could be because they're doing it because they want they're joy filled and they want to be together. Could also be because they're terrified. Ooh, terrified of um, you know the the religious sect, you know, of what's out right, there right. and how they're perceived now. Hmm. You know, so they're just are they cowering in the upper room? Hmm. You know, as a way to stay 
out of the limelight, so to speak. Right, right. Oh, that's a good point. Good thought. Okay. Anyway, so that was one thing, that they were all together in one place. Yep. Okay. Um, next thing I, I noticed is that, yes, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, like you said, Earl. But, but then the way that it was showing that they were filled with the Holy Spirit is that they all began to speak in other tongues. Yeah. Right? Now, I can't say I have ever experienced that in my life. I have never been in a group or in a place where somebody has just busted out in, in speaking in tongues. I don't know. Have you? Have you? Never. Okay. No, I, no. no. Okay. So both of us never experienced that. Now, I'm, I'm not doubting that this is that this didn't happen. Um, obviously it did, right? That they were speaking in other tongues and yep. other languages. Um, but that just, that just made me wonder, okay, are there other ways that when the spirit suddenly comes upon a group of people that you, you let it manifest itself? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I was thinking, yeah, there probably are, you know, cause I've been in some very spirit filled places before, you know, I, I years ago, I went to promise keepers, mm -hmm. you know, and um, you probably saw me. I, I probably just did in that crowd me. of thousands of yep. people. Right. Just don't remember me. <laughs> and I could just remember worshiping with thousands of guys. I'm like, the spirit was there. Yeah. The spirit was there. And you could just, you could just feel it. Um, but it, it didn't come out in speaking in other languages, but it just came out in the worship that was happening, you know? And so I, I, I think that there are so many ways that, that the spirit manifests himself um, in a place when there's a group of people, um, it doesn't just have to be speaking in other tongues. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even the fruits of the spirit, like when there's a group of people that are just loving each other well, I think the Holy Spirit is there in the midst of them. Yeah, that's great. You know, if there's people, if there's a family that's at total peace with whatever's going on in their life, I, th I think the Holy Spirit is yeah. there. He's manifesting himself yeah. in that. So, um, so don't feel bad, listeners. <laughs> if you if you've never experienced speaking in tongues, or if you have never done it yourself, because um, I just think there's other ways too that the Lord can do that. Yeah. Can he do it with speaking in tongues? Yes. Can he do it in other ways? I believe. I believe yes. And then the other thing that, that jumped out to me um, was where it said, um, amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? And just the fact that they were amazed and perplexed at, at what was going on. And that made me think of this whole summer of witness that we're kind of going through as a church, you know, yeah. during the month of May. Yeah. Um, we're, we're hearing uh, messages from Alex and Hannah. Um, out in California, and they're encouraging us to do a summer of witness. And wouldn't that be just so awesome if, if the people of Zealand and the people of Holland could just be amazed and perplexed at, at what the Holy Spirit does this summer? Yeah, that with would our be group cool. of people. Yeah. So th those those words kind of jumped out at me too. Yeah, that's good. So, so any last minute things that uh, like what what can we encourage our listeners to be thinking about, or as we kind of end for today? Well, one thing that I think about is, um, you know, they reach back to the Old Testament too when they when they quote the prophet Joel. Okay. And um, I think they're doing that as a way to again, for the people who are not Christians who don't believe that Jesus, you know, rose from the dead and all that. Um, they're they're showing to those people that this was prophesied before, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's they're they're adding validity to this story by reaching back to the Old Testament okay. um, with the with the uh, prophetic words of Joel. Sure, sure. And I think there's something about just the thought that maybe um, just like something happened then, something could something like that happen in our era, mm -hmm. you know, even in the midst of something like this pandemic when everything's been so, there's plenty of negative things to write about. Sure. 
could something spiritually positive come as a result of this? Mm. So that's to me a, a hopeful possibility to look forward to and to right. pray about and to talk about. Is right. What could come out of this that God could use for good? Right. So in closing here, just, just may the Lord bless Earl and myself and the rest of you listeners as we discern maybe what some of those steps are. You know, what, what, how can we add, how can the Holy Spirit add to this cool story um, in 2021, you know, coming out of this uh, COVID, you know, pandemic? Um, yeah, let's, let's, may the, yeah, may the Lord bless us in that. May the Lord keep you all. Um, as you seek his face daily, may he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious upon you. And may the Lord um, give you his peace.